Okay. All right. You ready? I've been ready. <laughs> I was born ready. I was born ready. I think okay. most people miss that part. On. That's your favorite frozen quote. Y- yes, I'm frozen. All right. Welcome everybody to the Ville House Podcast. I'm your host, Cruz Robbie Villanueva, alongside my beautiful co-host, Holly Nicole Villanueva. What up, babes? What up? All right, you ready for this episode? I don't know. Uh, so, on this episode, we wanted to go over a little bit about what the year has in store for us or what we plan to do within this year. Um, I, I don't think you've set any goals yet or New Year's resolutions. Maybe you've been thinking about them. I have a few in mind and they're like anybody else. They're typically the same old ones I've been trying to accomplish year yeah, in, year out. I don't think I'm going to set resolutions for myself. Um because I feel like it's a, I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings, but I kind of feel like it's just a, an empty excuse to say like, yes, I have a resolution. Um, but there are things I want to accomplish this year, things that I want to do, but that's not to say um, that I'm going to call them resolutions because I think we've talked about this on here before, but waiting till the first of the year to set a goal. If you're waiting until the first of the year, it's not really a goal you want to accomplish or you would have set it before the first of the year. Yeah, you should never wait to like the first of the year to just start anything or 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 set a, a new goal. Like if there's something you want to accomplish, like set that goal right then and there and then start working towards yeah. it. Um, because then you're just procrastinating and then the first of the year comes around, you're like, well, I'll just wait to another couple of days or like you go hard in the paint, <laughs> hard in the paint for for like a week and then you're done. You just burn yourself out and you don't make a solid plan or anything. Well, have you, so this year, I'm sure as all of you guys know, New Year's Eve fell on Friday night, so New Year's Day was Saturday, Um, but did you see all the things on Facebook and on TikTok and Instagram that was like, shout out to all the people who set New Year's resolutions and have already pushed them off to start until Monday? Yeah. Because it's so true. It's like, oh, well, I don't want to start it on a weekend, so I'll just wait until Monday, Monday. which is today, so the third, and it's like... Like, do you really want to accomplish that goal if you're already making excuses to not do it? Um, I don't know. So, yeah, there are things I want to do, but that's not to say I don't want to call them resolutions. I just want to call them goals, actions. Yeah. What are they? Are you going to share with them? Sure. Uh, The first one, um, and I think this is just kind of a, well, we'll kind of talk about what we're going to do this year, I guess, would be better to start. But the first one is... um, we're going to find out where we're moving after here. So this year will be our year that we figure out our next assignment, possibly our last assignment. So one of my goals in the first quarter of the year, so from now until March 31st, March has 31 days. Yeah. March 31st um, is to nail down what our options are and the places that we want to go. Um, And so Not necessarily something that I need to make big changes to do, but it's a goal that I set for myself because typically what we do is we will talk about it and talk about it and talk about it. And the day before we'll be on like this crash course of trying to figure shit out and I'll be a nervous wreck. You'll just be like rolling with the punches. (laughs) And so my goal is to, in the first quarter of the year, solidify the options that we want to put on our list of where to go. Yeah, I'm not, the only thing I'm worried about is if we ended up going overseas, the chances of that are not high but it could happen and that's the only thing it's like man well this being close to our last assignment like i don't want to retire overseas i'd rather be doing that here in the states 
And like, I kind of want to, I don't know how to phrase it, a continuation from like getting out to being able to continue to stay in wherever it is that we're at. Yeah. Um, so some, some have some kind of smooth transition rather than like retiring overseas and then having Happy to, to move back. all all the way back and pretty much start start over when you're already in place somewhere and there's a possibility that you can retire. It, it makes it a, a smoother transition to like a civilian job or doing whatever you get set up already. You already know the area. So, you know, kind of uh, what's going on but yeah but like with where we're sitting at now the only way that we would potentially get overseas okay there's two things the only way we could potentially get overseas is if one every single base that we put on our BOP gets denied so we fall out of the base of preference cycle and we go into the standard assignment cycle yeah. if that happens we could potentially get overseas well that's what I'm saying the chances are not yeah. high but it could still happen more yeah. than likely like we'll everything end up in would the have States. to go wrong for us to get stationed overseas. yeah so yeah. that that's the only thing I'm worried about but really like wherever we end up stateside I'm not too worried there'll be pros and cons just like anywhere else but yeah. like pretty much everywhere we've gone has been pretty good right we've been to two big cities and then two small cities uh so san antonio and vegas being the big cities and then you have here san angelo and florida so navarre florida or Probert yeah. field uh which is pretty small um and it's worked out well like those places have been awesome they treated us well um in our careers and then just like off duty with uh, the kids school and, and everything that's around there has been great. So like, I'm not worried about the next place. So we'll, go. we'll always find like the good stuff, uh, wherever that is, yeah. unless it's fucking North Dakota. Sorry, North Dakota. Yeah. But you know, <laughs> I don't know. You're always going to find the people like, it's very rare that you'll find a base where people are like, eh, it wasn't like the best, but it wasn't the worst. Yeah. Like there are some of those places, but there's not a lot of them. Most of it, it's polar opposites. Like people freaking loved it or people hated it. And Minot's one of those places where some people were like, I loved it there. Like I yeah. loved outdoorsy. I love like being close to all the like nationals or like Mount Rushmore's in South Dakota. There's a bunch of like rodeo stuff happening up there horses all that good stuff um the scenery's beautiful but then there are people who hate it and that's mainly based on the weather patterns because it's freaking cold and you have to have like heaters on your cars and engines and things like that but yeah. i don't know i'm not like i'm not really opposed to any place um i mean there are places like i don't want to go but that's not to say, like, I'm opposed to them. Okay, I'm opposed to California. Like, I do not yeah, want to be stationed I, in California. I don't want to go to California. It's more than, like, not wanting to be stationed there. It's, like, I just... Th there are no pros for me to be stationed in California. <laughs> um, but, yes, yeah, so I don't know. Um, that, But that's my goal for the first quarter of the year. One of my goals for the first quarter is to, to like, do some more research, schools, gymnastics places the housing market, um, the jobs that are available and kind of pick out where, but there's also, um, a lot of, um, a lot of questionables hanging in the balance on, on what's going to make that determination. So, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. We'll figure it out. Uh, when do we find out summer? Yeah. Summer we'll figure out where it is that we're going to go next. Well, hopefully it's by summer. Yeah. Um, summers when our window opens up and hopefully we'll find out right away what else yeah so also on my list um i will finish my last two academic 
classes for my degree uh, if I don't put them off, which I have done multiple times. Um, so yeah, I have two more. So I have completed 11 out of 13 academic classes for my doctoral degree. Um, when I finish those last two classes, the next two years will just be dedicated to my dissertation. And two years sounds like a long time, but you're literally writing a paper that will be used to back other people's papers. So it will be a published um, a published dissertation that people will use when they're writing like papers. You for will their, be a source. Yeah, like when people are using their associates or bachelors or even masters. Um, so finish those two classes and do well in them. Like right now, I'm sitting at a 3.76 GPA. I don't want to drop below a 3.75. Um, so that's something. Um, I don't know. Those are the top two. Uh, well, I want to get promoted this year. Um, so I'm eligible for the first time for E7 this year. I want to be promoted. I mean, it's all out of my hands at this point. Like now it's just up to the board. But uh, The chances are looking pretty good too. I'll be... So. I won't be disappointed if I don't get it because a lot of people don't make it on their first try because it's moving from the NCO tier to the senior NCO tier. Um, so I won't be disappointed, but I'll just be like bummed, I guess. I don't know. So that's, it's a, it's something that I want, but not necessarily a goal because there's nothing I can do to work toward it. <laughs> it's just like sit and wait at this point. Well, yeah, not, for, well, I mean, not for this year. Say so you, you don't get promoted, which the chances are that you are going yeah. to get promoted they're pretty high but i mean there's always something you can do going into next year but oh, more than likely you'll be shooting for the next rank yeah so like as much as i complain and whine and all the things about my job um when i'm at work i'm grinding it out like no matter how bad of a day i'm having or how like frustrated i am with work uh when i'm at work i'm gonna work so even if I don't make rank, I'm not going to, like, let my work slip because I'm upset about it. I'll still be out there doing the thing. Hopefully, I'll get a new job. That's another thing. Uh, I may be getting picked up for a new job. I'll find out this week because it will start next week. Um, so, yeah, um, there's a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff in the queue for me um, in the next five to six months. Damn. See, that's why I'm going to retire. <laughs> me living off of you because <laughs> you're doing all the things. Yeah, I don't know. I'm uh, I'm looking forward to the new year. So there's just, like, obviously we were hoping that this year was going to get better after everything that's been going on for the past few years. But um, then fucking Omarion decided to show face. Just kidding, Omicron or whatever. Oh, I was like, who's Omarion? <laughs> like, the singer? I know him. Have you not seen all the memes about that? No. It's like scientists looking into a microscope and then it's just Omarion dancing. <laughs> oh, God. But no, like the Omicron COVID came back. Uh, COVID's taken over rampant again. So yeah. uh, I'm nervous about things shutting down. Hopefully that's not the case. But um, yeah, there's there's a lot of looking up, a lot of good things ahead in 2022. So yeah, we'll we'll see how it goes. I we'll mean, see Betty White bummed me out. She said, get fucked. I'm not doing yeah. it. But she was 99. So like it, it sucks, but she was 99. It's expected, right? Yeah. 99. That's uh, like if your grandparents live to be that old, like that good on it's you. It's old, yeah. Like yeah, like obviously she was just an icon, but ninety, like twenty days away from turning one hundred years old, that's a long life. Yeah, that's a long life. Yeah, that's why when uh, people lose their grandparents, uh, like 
yeah, you lose a loved one and you're probably close to them, but if they were already old and they're not taking care of you, it's it's sad, but at the same time, it's kind of like, well, it was their time, right? It wasn't unexpected. It wasn't um, <laughs> like they lived their life. They did what they needed to do. They left their legacy and that's it. Uh, I could see like if you lost your grandparents at a young age, um, that's different, but yeah. Like when my grandparents died, it sucked, but like they were old. It was it was pretty much their time. Yeah. Yeah. Like John Madden, he passed away too, uh, which sucks. And then you start looking at all at his legacy and everything he left behind, and it, it sucks that he's gone. But I mean, really, he was eighty nine also, yeah. so he was old as fuck. It was. Just I don't think like when you see people just out doing things like Betty White was still active. She was still being in movies and shit like that. So. Like, you know she's old, but or you know the person is old. I'm talking about her specifically. But you just, I don't think people register in their mind, like, she's about to be 100 years mm-hmm. old. She shouldn't be in makeup and high heels walking the red carpet. She should be, like, well, at home. I don't home. think she was in high heels. <laughs> but, I mean, the same thing. It's just, just like. Just out, getting out and about. Yeah, like, just living life and. Um, being able to talk because when you see most people like if you go to the old people's home or whatever it's like they're not just doing everyday things you know they're just there being sad well (laughs) i don't know like so my great grandma lived till she was like 103 or 104 or something like that uh so my dad's grandma Mm -hmm. she lived to like 103 or something and when i saw her the last time i saw her she was like she looked like you could tell she was old, right? And she yeah. could go at any minute. But for as old as she was, like she was getting around okay. Yeah. And she could talk a little bit, but, you know, you could tell like she wasn't all there. Yeah. Um, and then my grandma now, she's well into her 90s. And her and my grandpa, who are right about the same age, they're still they're still kicking just, and screaming they're still like my grandpa there was a video on facebook and i see him and he's just like it looked like he ran and sat down on the couch and then just got up like nothing i was like what the hell was that my grandpa i saw you rewind it like three times like what is that yeah i was like he's in his 90s and he just like sat down like he's a 30 year old just like <laughs> what the shit uh, but yeah so i don't know it, it just depends i guess yeah so I, I don't know there's just i don't uh, feel bad yeah it's just uh it's one of those things. I don't think people expect it because you see them being so active and then out of the blue, it just yeah. something like that happens. But yeah. All right. So what are your some of your My resolutions, stuff? whatever you want to call them? Uh, so on the school side, get back into taking school. I think last year I only took one class, one master's class. So I'm like just 30% of the way done. So this year I want to max out my classes. So have four. Um, I actually wrote down as a goal to take three. So, like, that's achievable depending on whether, like, I skip a semester or something. Not a semester, but uh, a cycle. A cycle. Um, I'll definitely get three. Four just depends how it lands. But three is a goal. How long are your classes? Eight weeks? Eight weeks. Eight weeks. Eight weeks. And they only start on certain dates. That's the other thing. Like, uh, I'm going through AMU, so American Military University, but... They they don't have like start dates like for the bachelor's degree where it's like every couple weeks or something mm-hmm. like that. They're like spread apart. I've taken three classes already and it's all been with the same teacher. So yeah, the hard thing with masters is most of the classes have to go in succession. Like you can't jump around like you can in your bachelor's degree. Yeah. 
And so if you skip a semester and that's the only time that class is offered, you can't move forward until that class is offered again. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I ran into that when I was doing my master's. It's difficult. So the goal is three. If it's within my control, I'll take three. Um, if I can get four, more power to me. Uh, but that's the education side, uh, the health and fitness side. Um, so we got 75 hard coming up it, at the end of March. We're doing the last freaking phase of it. So phase three, which is, I, I also don't know if I'm, if I'm going to pass it. Um, oh, we're going to pass it. There's just a lot to do. Um, and a lot of stuff that makes me uncomfortable in there. So, but that's the point. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> but that's, that's, we're going to have at it um the one i find or the one i'm gonna struggle with is talking to a stranger that one um and i think it's just because there's no guidelines for it it's just like talk to a stranger but like what do i talk to them about how long do i have to talk to them is there like can i just go up and be like hey i'm doing this thing i just want to talk to you for a few minutes well he says it on his podcast like it's not just like a how how's the weather type deal um yeah like have a genuine conversation with there's no time limit. Yeah, I don't think you said anything about a time limit, but kind of get to know the person and you should not have known that person to begin with. Like, Oh yeah, I work with that person. I just never really talked to him. It's supposed to be a like a straight stranger. up stranger. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of hard to do unless you actively go looking like, are you just going to go to the grocery store, pick somebody out, maybe that's one of the cashiers did. and like, Hey, what's up? And just stare at each other awkwardly until you ask a question. And then I think like, what I'm planning to do is um, is to just be upfront with it. Like, hey, I'm doing a challenge where I have to speak with a stranger daily um, just to kind of put me outside of my comfort zone. And like, you look like somebody who's interesting. I would just like to talk to you for a few minutes. And, you know, they very well could say no. Like, I don't have time to talk to you or like, get out of here. But <laughs> yeah. And this is for 30 days straight. So one person every day, which is a lot. Like if you were just doing a just talk to a, reach out to a person once a week yeah okay manageable but this is like every, every day, day so i don't know that's gonna happen on top of that i was trying to get you to do another 75 hard leading up to phase three because we have i think if we start tomorrow it would end march 18th or 19th yeah um it's not that well it is that i don't want to do another 75 hard <laughs> um but it's not just that it's like just looking at our calendar for the first, well, even like when we do phase three, um, we, I don't want to say we don't have the time because the time is there, but our schedules are just so jam packed. Um, especially when we start traveling for the girls gymnastics and all of their birthdays are coming up. Um, there's just, Oh, there's so much like I'm already overwhelmed and it's only the 3rd of January like just looking forward so plus I'm in school full-time um but just the amount of time that 75 hard takes like I get time management as part of the challenge but the amount of time it takes I I don't think I have the brain power to put into that for another 75 days right now hmm. um and I mean I'm sure if I started it, I would make it work, but it's just, it's not something that I want to like, an additional stress that I want to put on myself. It, it is, it can get stressful, uh, especially with everything thrown on top of it. But I mean, just like looking at even your schedule for the next year, um, like your schedule is just crazy. You have a, 
a Lone Star starting every two weeks um, for the entire year. And when you have that going, like you're gone from pretty much 6.30 in the morning. Well, earlier than that, like 6.15 in the morning. And sometimes you don't get home until after 6.30 at night. And it's just, I mean, is it manageable? Yes. But am I going to be staying up until midnight every day for 75 days and then traveling and doing all these things? Absolutely not. It's not happening. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see how that goes. Uh, the other thing, so going with my book goal again, to read 100 books in a year, which is fucking difficult. But just like every other New Year's resolution when somebody starts, I like hit it hard already starting this week. So yesterday and today... Of the book that I'm currently re- reading, the book Thief, I've knocked out like 150 pages. That's excessive for in, you. In two days, yes. That's a lot for me. Um, but we'll see. I'm going to try to finish it by the end of the day. So I've got... I don't know. Where, I can't see where your book is. I've got 120 pages to go, I think. Yeah. Maybe less. Um, so I'm going to try to knock it out today uh, and try to be in line with the 100 books. Right now, I'm, I'm counting Audible as well or audiobooks so people think oh well that's simple like if i could count all the books i listen to for enjoyment not just like learning all the books on audible i would hit probably well over 100 books well even that like even i'm counting books for enjoyment like the book thief is not to learn that's uh purely entertainment um oh your literature too i guess right something eventually will go down as like classic literature or something. I don't know. I'm just talking out my ass. But yeah, any any book really that I'm reading. Uh, one of the people that I'm friends with on Facebook, she read 325. You saw that? Yeah. Like, what the fuck? But I feel like most of that is probably audio books too. It she could reads be. a lot though. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know. Like, I had good intentions. There's been this book that I wanted to read for a while. I saw it in the airport like a long time ago, saw it again in the airport and finally ran or checked it out at the library. It's called The Stolen Lady. Um, and it's a really good book. It's just very difficult for me because it jumps around a lot. It's not like a flowing book. Um, and so while the story is interesting and I want to read it, I just get frustrated reading it because it's like, so the book itself is about the Mona Lisa, but like one storyline is Da Vinci leading up to him painting the Mona Lisa. So like what all he did in his life, him getting like tasked or like hired to paint the Mona Lisa and then moving forward from there. And the other one is the story of um, Lisa herself, so, like, what all she went through leading up to her portrait being painted. And then the other story is the Louvre having the Mona Lisa hanging and the Germans coming in trying to steal art and them having to take all the artwork out of the Louvre and move it around the entire country through, like, convoys and cars and in suitcases and all this stuff so that it wouldn't get stolen. And so it's like, are we here? Are we there? Who are we talking about? And it just keeps jumping. And then it's told from, like the handmaid of Lisa. So like her, the lady who like takes care of her and helps her get dressed and stuff. So it's not even like her telling the story herself. It's like a third party telling it. Yeah. So it's really good to see it from all perspectives, but it's like, damn, could you have given me like, this was Leonardo da Vinci's 
ideals. These were hers at the same time happening in unison. And then the portrait got hung in the Louvre and then all this shit happened. But no, sir, that's not how that's it works. That's too linear. <laughs> you, got, you got to piece it together yourself. And I know. It's frustrating. But the <laughs> book is really good if you guys want to read it, if that doesn't bother you. But yeah, I'm going to try to read a lot more this year too. Yeah. Well, that's my goal. A hundred books. That's a lot. Yes. It's, uh, God, that's a lot of books. But I don't know. We'll see. We'll see if I get to it. I'll start tracking mine. Uh, the yeah, other, the other one is writing. Uh, so I had been working on a book. I kind of fell off after we stopped 75 hard, like bits and pieces here and there. My goal is to, so add to it every single day and have a final draft, not a final draft, a, a first, draft. a first draft by the end of the year. I think you can do it. You still, you have a lot of it, stuff written in there. It's definitely doable. It's attainable. Um, but it's just like last year, like I, I wrote quite a bit, especially during phase two. And then after that, it was just like, since nothing, nothing was holding me accountable to it. I just kind of, as bits and pieces here and there, just kind of whenever I felt like it, I didn't make it a, a discipline uh, like I did during phase two. And it was just like when I had started it and then after phase two, cause like when I had started, I was just, you know, I hit the first thousand words. It was awesome. And then just bits and pieces here and there. And then I didn't really add to it until I started on phase two. And then phase two is when, well, I was writing every single day and it was just like a discipline and I knocked out a good chunk of it. And then after that, it was just like, again, since nothing was holding me accountable, it was just like, well, a little bit here, a little bit there. And it's something easy to like not make a priority because it's, to sit down and write, it's an inconvenience. Yeah. You have to like find a place. You have to sit down. You have to get out your computer or your book and paper or whatever. But that's and you not have even to just an focus issue on it. Because I can do it here at the table or on the couch or whatever. I have my laptop, highly mobile, and all I have to do is just turn it on and click it open. Like mm-hmm. it's that simple. But yes, the creative part of like actually thinking of something to put on there, have it make sense, you know, that's that's the tough part. Um, actually going through it because once you start writing, it's like, even if you have like writer's block or, you know, you just don't know what to write, but you sit down and you sit there and start typing something. Um, even if it's unoriginal, erase it and start writing again, but you just like, you're going through the motion and then everything starts flowing. And then it's kind of like the podcast, you know, the first couple minutes are always like awkward and you don't know what to say. And then you get into conversation and it, it's just flowing. It's going like just wherever it goes. That's how kind of how it is with writing. The thing is, I don't always just just like force myself to sit down and do it. But once you do, it's like it flows out of you. And not all of it's going to be great or even good. It's, some of it's going to be ass, it's going to be trash. But that's why you always go back, edit, revise, do it again. But, oh, the doorbell is going. I don't know who it is. It's the um, neighbor kid. But, like, I just have to force myself to sit down and write. And with phase two, it was like I had something holding me accountable. Like, hey, you had to do this or you fail phase two. So, my goal for this year is setting that deadline for myself. Um, is having a draft, an initial draft, by the end of the year. Um my goal is to hit uh, 300 pages, like have a book that's 300 pages. And then from there, it could either 
increase or decrease more than likely decrease because when you go through and edit and, and, and start taking stuff out take out all the fluff the stuff that you don't need or add like more detail here or like this doesn't make sense you, you need to add something so it bridges the two ideas or whatever it is yeah so uh i'm gonna go answer that doorbell mm-hmm. all right we're back so anyway with writing that's my goal so have an initial draft of my book by the end of the year the goal is to have 300 pages plus or minus 300 pages because uh, with editing and everything it could be over or under um, but somewhere about 300 words um, 300 pages yeah or yeah 300 pages <laughs> Woo, 300 words that would be that would suck hey this is the book thank you goodbye <laughs> <laughs> yeah 300 pages and uh, where are you it's, at now? it's a novel so uh, and typically a novel is like around 90,000 words I think I'm at like 12, 13,000 words. How many pages are you at now? I don't know. There's, I think it's, hold on. I'll open it up real quick. See, this is how simple it is. I can just go to it and. Uh, are you writing it in pages or do you have like a program for it? What do you mean? Like the, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's, uh, so I'm writing it in Apple's pages. And so I'm at 13,000 words. Um, pages, it's 52 pages. Okay. So, you know, about a fourth of the way there. Um, but yeah, I'm just writing it in, in Apple's pages and they have like different, uh, formats and whatever, where you can make it like an, a legit book where you, all you would need is a cover and then send it off or whatever. Um, but it's it's gonna be a novel based on like shit that I experienced, um, and I'll give more whenever I'm closer yeah. to finishing it and stuff. But uh, with that, it's like, do so after I finish the book, I'm kicking around the idea of trying to get it published, like send it off to to people, people to see it to publishers to see if anybody will actually pick it up and like the thought of that is like who the fuck do you think you are man like you're <laughs> you're you're not a famous writer you're not a writer at all it's like you're just you right and you're writing some words and putting a story together like but what's really the worst that can happen they just say no and then yeah so like, that's, that's the it. other that's the other side like well what's the word they'll just tell me no and that's it i'll go about my day if not maybe they'll ask me some questions and they'll like what they see and i get something out of it right yeah. Uh, but I don't know, like, I don't know if I want to send it off to publishers or just like put it on Amazon and sell it on my own, like just to have it out there and then just like promote it on my own. Be like, Hey, please go buy my book. Uh, <laughs> but I, yeah, I don't know. So I don't know which route I'm going to go, but the initial thing is to write it and have the initial draft done by the end of the year. Um, like if I attack it pretty hard, I could have it like done, done by the end of the year. It just depends on, uh, how hard in the paint did I go? <laughs> I hate that phrase. That's uh, why I keep using it. It's the greatest. Yeah. So. so, I mean, I feel like we're not too far off from like standard people's goals. Um, but these aren't, I think the difference in us and like your everyday person who sets these resolutions are, these aren't things that are foreign to us that we're trying to like start. Yeah, yeah. Like, we know somewhat what we're doing. We have like enough knowledge and education on the things that we want to do to get that far. It's just doing the work is the hard part. Um, yeah. I don't know. Do you have any other yeah. big ones? Uh, 
No, not really. Those are pretty much the major ones. Um, like there's some stuff for work that uh, I want to do, but it's kind of like uh, it's not one big goal. It's just bits and pieces. Like, hey, this, these are the things I want to have done by the end of the year, um, which I, I don't even think it's worth mentioning. But uh, the podcast, so any goals for the podcast? So my goals for the podcast is just to stay consistent like we have been. Um, at some point, I want to do another like uh, get to know us type deal, yeah. Like uh, re familiarization, <laughs> if you will, uh, with us with like so everybody can be up to speed on like who exactly we are. So um, because we've gained a few followers since uh, like within the past few months, uh, so yeah, you can put it together on who we are, right? And wherever we're, we're kicking off on, but like just going back at it again like every i i would say like every 20 or so episodes like hey another one is like just kind of it's almost like a reintroduction to ourselves sort of rehashing but i don't know i'm still thinking about that but be consistent with the podcast right so going i'm like rambling but be consistent with podcast so one every week uh on time right on time on time so now we got to determine is on time monday or tuesday Monday. Uh, okay, so Monday, on time Monday. So that once a week. Uh, we have episode 100 coming up pretty soon. And I want to do something big for that, uh, but we'll see. That and then guests, having guests on the show. But I've been kicking it back and forth. And I don't know if that's like a guest every week or a guest and then one us and then a guest and then one us i think a guest every week is unattainable but i think like maybe a guest or two a month is a realistic uh goal just because like sometimes people want to be on the podcast and their timeline just doesn't line up with when we have gaps or when they do want to go on then we already have somebody else lined up or whatever the case may be yeah so i think just being like open to maybe it's going to be three in a row with guests and then a few without guests but just having the availability that hey if you want to be on there reach out to us or we'll reach out to people and see if they want to or whatever. yeah so what it's not necessarily a goal but something that like i've already told myself this is what i'm going to do to have guests on the podcast um to have them lined up and like you said, maybe like one or two a month uh, because I don't want to take away from like the stuff that we do, right? right. And then just have it completely with guests uh, because there's a lot of shit that we want to say, right? And mm-hmm. when the guests are on, it's it's about the guests. Uh, but yeah, there's a, I have some stuff lined up on how I want to go about it and getting guests on a more consistent basis. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think we said last time, like, hey, be more... Uh, organized with the podcast but with everything that we had going on it was just it's like the podcast will always take a back seat it's a priority but at the same time like it's the thing that we could do last if that makes any sense it's like it's just it is a priority but it's not as high as some of our other priorities that like things that we have no control over like the girls gymnastics schedule we have no control over that like yeah. we just have to fall in line with it yeah. so, i guess yeah. it's just like because with the podcast like you're not gonna get fired over it right yeah. or you're not gonna uh, yeah like with our work like that's stuff that we have to take care of because if not then you, you know there's repercussions to it um having the girls do gymnastic practice on time so that they can do what they need to do so they can be on the team 
and things like that with the podcast it's like hey if it's late okay some people might be mad at us but it's fine we'll put out the podcast and then everybody's happy right it's not like hey you can't do podcasts anymore because <laughs> <laughs> if that were the case we'd be like oh fuck yeah right or we we don't like we don't uh have a sponsor where it's like hey if you don't put up out a podcast on monday this week then like we're pulling it right so yeah. nobody's holding our our feet to the fire where we have a repercussion where if we don't put one out on time like yeah. nothing happens we just we just the only thing that it is is like knowing that people are listening and they're expecting it yeah. that's that's, and that's about why it. i say monday because a lot of the people like listen to it on like they start their week out with our podcast on the yeah. way to work on monday morning so when there's not one even if we do it monday afternoon and it comes out like late monday i always feel guilty because it's like people expect like a lot of people listen to it on their drive so when they like log in to podcast and it's not there i'm like and i mean my brother's like our number one i'll call you out yeah um I think there was one week we didn't put it out until Wednesday and he like called us both and was like, is everything okay? <laughs> like <laughs> emergency. Like, this is bullshit, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But. Yeah. So those, uh, I don't know if I was clear about my goals, but so I have one for fitness, ties into 75 hard, uh, writing, reading, and it's just some off stuff with work that I, I want to get done. Those are more tasks than goals. Yeah. I would, yeah. I mean, to each their own. Yeah. So for those of you who set New Year's resolutions, like I'm not trying to diminish your resolution. If that's you, like good for you. Um, I hope you accomplish your goals. Uh, I wanted to run through the top ten New Year's resolution. Did you just hear my voice? <clears throat> I had a moment of puberty. But the top ten New Year's resolutions for 2022. What do you think number one is? Uh, get fit. Lose weight. Number one is lose weight. Um, number two, eat healthier or change your diet. <clears throat> Um, through the years, as I have progressed through learning how to be a healthy individual, which I am not, let's make that very clear. I like a cheeseburger all the time, but, um, I think when people try to go on a diet, they're bound to fail. It's just learning how to eat healthy in all realms of food vice, trying to find a diet and stick to it because you're bound to fail if you if you say like I'm only going to eat this one type of thing, like I don't think many people are successful in that. It, yeah, it's uh, it's the old <laughs> cliche where it's a it's a lifestyle, right? Yeah. Because if you just if you hit a diet and you do it for a certain amount of time, then you you're going to revert back to whatever it is you're doing. But you little by little, like if you wanted to stick long term, little by little, you got to change your lifestyle. And that's with like you can't. It's hard to go cold turkey. Some people can do it. But it's rare that it'll stick. So, like, if eating healthy is one thing, like, you do got to clear out your, your pantry or, or your fridge out of all the bad stuff. Because if it's there, you're going to fucking eat it. That's just, like, uh, that's, I wouldn't say statistics. That's human yeah. nature. Like, more <clears throat> often than not, if it's in your pantry it's and it's tempting you, you're going to have it. Whether it's a week from now or the next day, it's going to happen. And people, like... It's said, and there's been like studies done on it. Like, if you make stuff easier for you, like if you put out fruits or healthy snacks out as opposed to like a bowl of candy, and you have a bowl of fruit instead, more than likely you're gonna eat fruit instead yeah. of because it's right there. It's easy for me to grab. I'm gonna do that. If you have, um, what is it? 
fucking meals. Meal prep. Meal prep. If you fucking meal prep, you're making it a lot easier for yourself to stay uh, to stay on that path of eating healthy as opposed to like, fuck, I got to make my breakfast today or I got to make my lunch today. I don't know what I'm going to make. Um, fuck it. I'm just going to grab a, a McDonald's on, on the way to work and it will be good. Mm-hmm. And that's how it usually happens. So, Yeah. Uh, I just – like I'm one of the people – I can meal prep, and but after like two days, I'm over it. Like, I don't want the same food every day. And I think that's where a lot, like not just me, but a lot of people struggle in meal prep. It's one, meal prepping is an inconvenience in itself. And if you're meal prepping multiple meals, not just like the same thing for all week, um, then it is what it is. But I just... I can meal prep, but I just don't want to eat the same thing every day. I get really tired of it and i would go days where i would rather not have lunch than eat the same thing that i've ate for the last three days which is terribly unhealthy that's the other thing it gets boring too um and then like all the junk food that you're used to eating it's it's comfort food it's convenient yeah yeah, it's convenient and and it's comfort food like you're tied to it like oh man i like it's friday night we usually order pizza and watch a movie like something else is tied to it where it's like so it, it it like tugs at you yeah. like just get the pizza just get the pizza and it's, it's just it's just friday don't worry about it like you'll get back on track the following day but that's a slippery slope and you can end up falling off it's like ah oh, well one more day it's not gonna hurt but yeah like you get emo- emotionally tied to the food that you eat which is weird but it's a thing like for, for us the, ex- the example i use it is friday because like uh way back when we would always have uh, Friday night pizza and watch movies with the kids and uh, so that it was almost like a tradition so not doing it and, and like trying to stay healthy it's just weird they've outgrown us yeah 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 since then they're, <laughs> they, they, they're too cool to hang out with mom and dad and watch a movie yeah well I mean they still <laughs> want to have movie nights but uh, definitely not every week though they, yeah they're busy yeah because that was like an every Friday type yeah. deal all right, so I'm going to go through these last ones quick because I feel like we've been talking for a while. So number three is get fitter and make time for more exercise. Um, and again, that's kind of like the food one. You just have to make time for it. And you can't go in ham for like a week when you've never worked out in your whole life because you're going to burn out and stop doing it. Yeah. Um, a, a tip I will give for that one, if that is your goal, is you're going to be sore. Don't stop working out because you're sore. Work out through the pain so that your soreness goes away faster and you're always going to be more sore on the second day. But also you got to understand the difference between sore and And hurt and hurt. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, The fourth one is spend more time with family and friends. That's higher than I thought it would be on the list because that's normally uh, like later on in the thought process you know like it's always a priority for me so it's not really a resolution but most of the time people are like i want to lose weight i want to eat healthier i want to save money i want to do all this and then it's like oh and family and friends too uh number five be aware and take care of my mental health i think that's a good one and i think that's just a a hot button item for the nation right now um number six is sort out finances and cut back on spending that was something that I wanted to focus on was uh, staying off Amazon. Don't mind me. <laughs> uh, number seven is travel more. Uh, we travel a lot, I would say. I would say we travel a lot in comparison to like the average people, but um, I do. There's a lot of traveling that I want to do. Not necessarily this year, but in general. Um, number eight is take up a new hobby, sport, or other interest. 
Um, that's that's something I want to do. I want to get back to playing basketball. Played basketball not too long ago. And you I, almost died? Yeah, I think the following day we did a podcast, and I was just fucking sore. <laughs> super sore just because. It's like, muscles you don't use. Yeah. yeah. Different kind of, of, of fitness. and But it was so much fun. Like, I had a, a black. Like, I sucked because I was completely rusty. and But it was super fun. Man, that's just not something I'm interested in. Yeah. <laughs> Number nine is be more environmentally friendly, and ten is look for a new job. Um, so this is based on country living. This was a poll done on social media, uh, so I'm not like making this up as I go. But I think the majority of these are pretty common resolutions that I've seen throughout the years. The ones that stick out to me are like the mental health. Um, environmentally friendly and look for a new job. Those were three that kind of like, I don't remember ever seeing on the list before. Um, but like number 10, to look for a new job. That's one of those things where if your goal is to leave the job you're at for whatever reason, maybe like you just don't want to work with your boss anymore. It's a toxic environment, however the case may be. Waiting until the new year to set that resolution isn't going to change if you look for a new job in October or January 1st. So if if you're in a situation where you need a new job for whatever this the reason is, I would say just do it. Like, don't wait until. Yeah, that's the thing. There's no there's no reason to wait um, yeah. to start your goals. Like, you don't have to wait till the first of the year to start it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it. It's more like an excuse to to put it off as much as you can. Yeah, but it's just it's just easier to be like, oh, like. I have this or that or whatever the case is instead of just getting out and doing it. Yeah. It's it's like when the way I feel about it is like when you make it a new year's resolution, it's like you want to accomplish it all in just one big chunk as opposed to, Hey, it's, it's a process. Like it's a step-by-step thing. It's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen in a week. You, you got to build to it. Right. So, and I think, that's another reason a lot of people end up failing is because they set a new year's resolution and then take fitness. For example, it's like, man, I've lost 10 pounds in this first week and then it starts slowing down because now you're getting to like normal status. And then after a month, it's just like, well, I don't see that much progress anymore and you fucking fall off. Yeah. It's, it's definitely hard to like stick to that stuff, but I don't know. I'm just, I don't think you're going to have a a huge, difference in whatever day you decide to set these goals and I think waiting until the new year to say like this is my resolution and in my humble opinion it's a cop-out so yeah I mean my apologies if you're offended I I think most people know that it's just like but I don't know it, it does give you something to look forward to and it does get you excited just a lot of the time it's just temporary when in yeah. reality, you want it to be long-term, right? You want it to last. You don't want to make a change for a week or a month and then just go back to whatever it is that you were doing. Yeah. It's a uh, it's a catch-22, really. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm excited for the new year. I'm excited to move forward and see see what this year gives us. It is going should be exciting, uh, to say the least. Uh, it will be 2021 fucking flew by with the quickness. I yes. Mean, 2022 is probably going to be the same way, but we had, we had a lot of good stuff 
happened. I mean, plenty of bad stuff as well, but a lot of good stuff happened in 2021. So hopefully 2022 is better um, at the very least. Some yeah, good I things. Think, I think it'll be good. I think, uh, I don't know. Like you said, there's always going to be like the negative sprinkled in throughout, but overall I think it'll be a good year. Yeah. I don't know what it was, but it just felt like 2021 went by faster than most years. Yeah, it did. It was, I don't, yeah. I just think the past few years in general have gone by quickly. Yeah. It, I think what, like, when I thought about it, what really, like, uh, uh, what really hit on it for me was when we were doing the podcast and like, oh yeah, the, the last New Year's we had Shane on here, Shane and I, and You're I was like, like, holy fuck, that's it's already been a year. Like yeah. that was, that was a year ago when it didn't feel like it was a year ago. Yeah. Like it felt like it was just a couple of months, a few months uh, past, and but it was an entire year. And I was like, oh my god, like this year fucking flew by. The the memories on Facebook catch me off guard a lot like dang that was last year dang that was three years ago like yeah uh i don't know but but i am i'm looking forward to it so we'll see i hit 15 years in the air force this year 15 15 15 so we'll, we will see uh-oh you're gonna call from work all right yeah. on that note <laughs> we could probably stop it there babes peace out cub scouts all right peace out cub scouts. we'll see y'all next week later